Hey awesome nerds, and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, the weekly podcast where we talk about, well we talk about, we re-watch shows that we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept and characters could be used in different role-playing games. I am your host Jeremy. <coughs> and oh, joining... Okay. I'm sorry. I thought that was my... It wasn't. I was, just, I was just um, clearing my throat. But hey, I am joined my by my, my companion Nina. Oh, you could have cut that out. I fucked it up. Sorry, everyone. No, I'm keeping uh, it here. Good. I'm glad it can be kept in for delight and um, context. Hi. G'day. It's everyone. Today we are uh, watching uh, another episode of, of Star Trek Next Generation. Um, yeah. Don't know why yeah. I'm stating the obvious, but yep, that's No, well, they don't know. It's always, Every episode is somebody's first episode. That's true. That's true. And if yeah. you, yeah, if you, if you listen, or like, Yep, got through the. It, not that you need to get through it because it's delightful. The introduction music, which is like still very epic, and I love mm. it. Um, yeah, you're here now with us, joining us for this intriguing, uh, intriguing, intriguing episode. Is look, our, our episode is in, our episode is intriguing, even if the one we are watching is not. Yeah, exactly. This episode uh, is great. Yeah, and I mean uh, us, yeah. and also them being Star Trek mm. and Denise mm. Crosby. Considering this is her last and final episode, just no, you know, spoilers, everybody, just in case you haven't seen it or haven't watched it. But this episode, someone dies, <gasps> and uh, it's not a red shirt. Maybe not a red shirt. I know for the first time. Maybe it's mm. someone. Maybe maybe just because they wanted, to, you know, they wanted to uh, leave the show. Apparently, as mm-hmm. I, rumor has it that Denise Crosby was just like, yeah, nah. I don't have enough scenes. My character development is shit because you keep giving me shit scripts and shit ideas to work off, like rape gangs and being kidnapped yep. by misogynistic like cults, races who yep. are also. I get to fight the, with the spiky glove. With the spiky glove of death. Like, <clears throat> I don't want any of this shit. I'm out. So I totally get that because I yep. would probably be in the same headspace. Yeah. Especially after season one and this is all you get. Like, get naked now and all that. What the fuck mm-hmm. was that shit? Like, oh mm-hmm. my God. I'd be like, this is going to fail. This is going to this is gonna burn out. Like, we're lucky to have made it this long. So, yep. yeah, I would I sympathize with that. Denise Crosby, if you're out there. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. There's, I always I, find it interesting about why actors leave shows that particularly when their character does particularly well there's um ones like uh ncis is another example with sasha alexander where she left after two seasons because the workload was just insane and she had a family she had other stuff it was like i can't i can't stick around so all these character arcs were just like cool gone yeah damn that that really sucks but that almost feels like real life particularly when somebody dies it's like yeah it's just it's just done sorry Shit happens, everyone. You fucking yeah. people just die, like you know give the fuck up or like you know have burnout. Want to like want to stop for a while and live Ooh. their lives because like it is a job for these. They're professionals doing like following their career and like doing a job and like burnout is so real for uh, these sort of entertainment kind of like um, yeah because career roles and, and parts. So that's totally logical and makes sense. So maybe I don't know. Maybe Denise Crosby was just like fuck this. There's a movie I want to be in that's not this right now, so fuck you all, I'm out. Or, yeah, for a whole multiple multitude of reasons. But And burnout's but a yeah. thing that can happen with um, RPGs as well. So always take a break. Always reconnect oh, yeah. with yourself. <laughs> and... You can always just bail. Like, if you have a good DM, they will respect your boundaries to want to take a break for a little while. Like, that's yeah. totally fine. 
and is totally workaroundable and and even if you're part of like a, a core group like campaign or like in mm. a core group during a campaign it's it's respectful to um for a dm to want to like i don't know acknowledge that it's a bit stressy sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> having to commit <laughs> uh, if anyone knows that dms know that jeremy mm-hmm. i'm sure you agree it can be stressful like eight hours of, of, of stress. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I love D&D and every time I run it, it's amazing. Yeah, you can love it. That's totally fine. But it's it can still be stressy and take a toll on your mental That's true. It's, it's more the but. prep. The prep is always oh. tough on a DM. And I find that's usually where the burnout for, for Dungeon Masters comes in. Because it's not... I found that every Dungeon Master loves running the game always Mm. loves playing the game and being there with their friends and getting to step into those worlds. It's the stuff around it of having to, to create content on the fly is kind of okay. Cause if you enjoy that improv, it's all right, but having Mm. to go, okay, well I need this monster. I better research a lot of stuff. And then I've got to build this little town that they're going to go to. And I've got to come up with an interesting plot, which is always the, the biggest problem and coming up with plots and stories is always a problem, which is kind of why, Denise Crosby left because they weren't coming up with plots for her. Yeah, they basically, what did we say? They came up with like rape gangs and trauma as her like history, mm-hmm. as her like, I don't know, character arc. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's, it's absolute bullshit when you think about all of the other effort, all as 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 much varied. Or, you know, it, it's not super varied, but it's varied enough in the, all the other characters sort of backstories and histories and all this intriguing, you know, like plot development and and with Denise Crosby it's like oh yeah we don't know I guess you're just here now on yeah. the ship well done good job okay you'll get, you'll get a story maybe eventually we'll, we'll get around to you it's like we got to get maybe? through the the lonely among us first there's yeah, like some super important Wesley episodes that we need to talk about how many fucking Wesley episodes were there so far like five there's already oh, been yeah, like at least at least four or five yeah there's been lots like couldn't they have like I don't know Shoves a little we really needed there. to introduce the Ferengi. Really needed to introduce them. Oh my god, I forgot about that episode. It's so bad. Yep. There was the Ferengi, the, the like, big, big evil like antagonists. Dribbles. Yeah, with two episodes <laughs> in the first season. Oh, it's so bad. Oh my god. Oh, they were Any, Anyway, what we will get into the episode. We are talking about episode twenty-two of season one of Star Trek Next Generation, Skin of Evil. While the Enterprise is on, while the Enterprise is en route to rendezvous <laughs> with Troy's shuttlecraft, a bizarre malfunction causes the transport vehicle to crash on Vagra Two. Vagra, not Vagra Vi, two. just just Vagra. Maybe there's like, maybe Vagra One is just Vi. Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's, I get it. Yep. <laughs> I'm funny. I'm really not that funny. I mean, I mean, we could say there's a Fire whole bunch everyone. of toxic masculinity that would tie in with the Viagra and and the creation of it in um in Armus, the antagonist for the episode. But that might be reading yeah, into oh, it a yes. little bit too much. A little, but like you know, I like the direction you're heading. I think, I think, I think that's fine. I think that's that's a, that's a good a good yeah connect segue. No segue. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's segue. dive in. Um, All right, let's do this. So they're off to, they're in the Zed Latus Sechka. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter, honestly. They're near Vagra too. Um, <laughs> and they're planning to meet Troy, who's been off at a conference. This might explain where Troy has been in a number of episodes. She's just off at conferences. 
yeah, she's just, you know, off doing her own shit, which is like fine, babe. You do you. That's totally fine. She's probably just doing her job very well somewhere. But yeah. yeah. All of the times Will has fallen in love <laughs> in love with um holodeck creations. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just off at a conference. I mm-hmm. still love the idea that her and Tasha Yar were having little sapphic adventures. So I'm just gonna write that into my own head canon. Do 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 hey canon accepted. And this time Tasha was just like, no, I'm going to chill here, baby. You go do you. And she was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Ben was by proxy the cause of her death. Anyway, so. Let's oh, yeah. That makes it even tra- more tragic. I love it. I, I know. Isn't that sad? And then at the end, she's like, I know she's dead. Ah. Anyway, um, yeah. we'll get to that point. Yeah. But basically for now, Tasha, yeah, still very much alive and on the bridge. Yes. Um, um, at the moment, she's talking with Worf about uh, the fact that she's got a martial arts contest coming up. And he's all like, I put money on you to win because this is I'm your you friend, know. I guess. Exactly. <laughs> this is as much screen time as like Denise Crosby has gotten in like mm-hmm. pretty much the whole last few episodes. Like what, last mm-hmm. four episodes? She's had nothing. And, and like... This is a shadow warning. Like, you can see it coming. Like, she's had more than a comment, like, one sentence statement to someone about what she's doing at the current moment. It's like, oh no, this is red, red yeah. flag, red flag. <laughs> if it's not <laughs> actually about the martial happen. arts contest, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is us yeah. connecting with someone. You're forcing us to connect with her. You're going to do something horrible. Uh, anyway, so yeah. that was like, but yes. Uh, and then they get like an emergency transmission from the shuttle. Oh, and yeah. it's like, oh no! Do, uh, basically, do, 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 they're do. out of control for some reason. Something's occurred. Oh yeah, I remember. And they Something can't get there faster up. because they they need to realign the dilithium crystals. Yeah, reasons because reasons because yeah. Star Trek reasons. Yeah. Usually, yeah. either crystals or something. Oh, we actually get to see the crystals in this episode. We do. I forgot about that. They do. Big they chunks like a... of rose quartz or something. Oh, <laughs> I thought they looked like a severed nose. So that's um, ah, a little crusty. Quartzy knows, yeah, probably. Yeah. Whoever's whoever some chakra hasn't been aligned properly, but anyway, the ship's chakra has now been aligned and is well, yeah. or whatever white person equivalent to you know the white woman fucking white bitch equivalent. <laughs> the crystals. Like getting yeah. yeah, the crystals. I'm just imagining like someone on set being like, it's not um fucking I don't know I don't know things agitate agitate. <laughs> Agricourts. Anyway, sorry, that's not funny. Um, but anyway, that's happening. And then, uh, yeah, I, there's a, there's a whole sequence about them putting like the crystals back in. He's got to do it by hand, and then he's like, "Oh, I've got to do this. I've I've, I've got to un, like remove the checklist. It's like I, it's just going to be fine. It's going to be fine." And the computer's like, uh, "I don't recommend that." He's like, "Not nah, do it anyway." I'm like, "I don't care." Troy's in danger. Let's go talk with Troy. It feels it very obviously is this episode was patched together. Yeah, the pacing is way off, and it's yeah. and it's it's real weird. It's real slow, and like at the beginning, it's slow in spots where you're like, "Why are you not going quicker?" It's that weird Star Trek first season thing where it's everyone's Ooh. an issue or something horrible has happened, but everyone's being super calm, like too calm, like uncomfortably calm. Yeah, and then uh, nothing's occurring. So yeah, we uh, just like okay, cool, cool, cool. Bury debris. <laughs> They're all fucked yeah. up. Go, they they arrive. They arrive on the planet, or they reach the planet, and they realize where the shuttle is, and it's buried by debris. They say debris like eight times. Um, yeah. So they get a an away team together, and Riker and Data and Yar and Beverly go down. As you know, that's yeah, a standard away team. 
to me. They can't beam them up because yeah, because debris too much under debris, debris, debris. So oh, yeah, I think so they, they get... I think they say there's an energy field as well. Of course, of course, there's always energy. There's always an or energy debris. field. Or, or rocks, or something, or a fjord, like, or or fjord, or a peninsula, like something. Yeah, we can't be in them because of the peninsula, because of the fjord, <laughs> because of the uh, sun flares. There's a reason. There's a plot reason why we can't do it. All right. <laughs> so we need to do it this way, says Star Trek or Picard. That's actually a so, good way of of writing adventures, because there's a way that characters can always do something. It's like, hey, if you've got a, a character who just loves to mention door. It's like, all right, well, now you're in a dungeon where that doesn't work. What are you going to do? But and why? It, you'll always get that one person being like, but why doesn't it work, DM? And then you have to think of Then you go, magic runes. Like, there's magic the runes on the walls. Yeah, there's a but fuel. But then someone's going <laughs> to, someone, some dickhead's going to be like, dispel magic then. <laughs> Great. Doesn't work. The whole place is magic. All right, you're going to be that DM. All right. Yeah, I am that DM. I, like I'm, that. I am definitely I like someone who says, okay, you have your tools. Now, if I take away your tools... Solve the problem anyway. What have you got? Nothing. Yeah. You've got nothing. Well, not, not if you've got nothing. It's like, <laughs> what's the interesting idea you can come up with when your your skills are stretched? Yeah, yeah. See, that's clever. That's great. That's a great way of thinking about things. Because, or like trying to get other people to think about things. Because my result to that will always be like, well, I'll just hit it with a hammer. I don't know. I'll hit it with something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dumb DM player and I just want to like get the thing that I want. But Sometimes that's cool a response. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hitting it with a stick or like something big, big and chunky. But um, but yes, on the spot though, on the fly, I would struggle to do something that quick thinking. I would just be like, you can't do it because of uh, a reason, and then someone would be like, well, well, I'll just do this then. Uh, that's a very clever thing to do. <laughs> Fuck. But that, <laughs> what that's I? that's what you do. You go great. That's a really clever thing to do. They've sold it. They found the solution. Like you don't, I never, when I remove an option from, from my party that they always do, I don't have a solution for it. I want to see what they come up with and whatever they come up with is the right answer. That's generous. That's better. That's a better way of handling it. Cause yeah, like I'll have some ideas because I'm like, well, they could try this way. could try this way. But if they come up with something better, yeah, that's a great option because why not? Why not? I had um, one where they were trying to knock a creature off a, a cliff and they're like, well, it's too strong for us. What if we create water, like a cube of water above it, and then the water is going to fall? And because of gravity, that's going to try to go off the cliff. And I was like, yeah, that works. Why oh, not? so it just like pummels him off the cliff. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool idea. I thought I thought you were going to say, then they so they couldn't push him off the cliff. So they just like manifested a cube of water above his head and drowned him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucked. But again, thinking outside the box, doing the job. It's true. It's true. They gave it a try. And so oh, every okay. you could the the great quote of you can certainly try is true for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say fantastic. So that uh, explains why the the transporters aren't working, uh, and so why they're, they're there. And they get they beamed down. down. Yeah, and that it has, It's been a while oh, since we saw this rocky set. I know it has been a while. When was the last time? I think it had a blue gradient. This time it has a red one because danger, danger, Will Robinson. But like the last time it did, it was blue, I think. And I was it the, the yeah the pigment episode? Was it the pigment? I episode? think it might have been. Yeah. Oh no, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was, was a ages. long time ago. I'm pretty certain we've I seen think... it since then. Look, probably. I'm. 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 I'm I think we might have. I think we might have seen it in the in Data Law. Yeah. Okay. When which one was Data Law again? Data, the, Data Law is the one where with Data and Law. 
Oh. <laughs> Where they're wandering around the... <laughs> That when they're wandering around, it, yeah, before they they find um, law, it's a short right, little bit. But yeah, I think that was the last time we saw it. Oh. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it doesn't get. I think this is the last place we really see it again. I don't think yeah. it comes back. Not for this uh, which season, is fair certainly. because yeah, this is the see. This is a, an epic, I guess, episode in a way. Like it gets called upon in later episodes a lot. Mm. Um, but, and it's not a great set, yeah, to tell the truth. It's not, and it's not a great set. And the digital effects, all the special effects in this episode of... Um, so I mean, forward. some shots are, are good, yes, but some are so bad. Like, the anyway, so, yeah, they get to the planet. So, right? so they get to the planet, and they see the, the crash shuttle. And they're like, and okay. Crash. And they start walking towards, That's- and they see, like, a weird little tar shadow thing blocking their way. It's like a, a little mini stream. It's like yeah. something black and tarry is like blocking the path. So they're like, okay, we'll just go around it. So they all go around it. And then like the, like in awful special effects, it just moves. Like yeah. it shifts. Like, I don't know. It just like looks like it's been drawn on and like squiggle lines have like shifted. So they're like, oh, I guess we can't go around it then. Ooh, that's a bit weird. And then suddenly something starts to happen. Something comes up out of the... Out of the uh, the soupy goop, and it's. I have some questions though, because they try to go around it and it follows them, and then they try and go back and it follows them back. Why don't they like split up? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) just at the time. (laughs) Because Beverly's like, what if I just jump over it? And they're like, no, don't. It's like, all right. Why not though? That would have been my next guess. Because you can literally, it looks like you could, you could in one stride, like just step yeah. across it. Like I don't know why that wouldn't have been like the next go-to. I don't know why the assumption. I don't know where the assumption came from that it was dangerous, other than the fact that it followed them. But then, yeah, you're mm. right. Why didn't they just split up, try both but angles, this see is, what happens? This is, I know what I just said about like creating problems that can be solved, but this is one of those ones where you need. It's an easy solution, and. We didn't yeah. need to see that much of Dilithium crystals that they couldn't have had this instead. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, some explanation. Like, I don't know, some animal comes along and then, like, it sucks up the animal. Then you're like, oh, okay, that's a little bit spicy. Like, I don't think I'm going to go do that weird yeah. tar puddle. Like, it needed to do something which, like, or it needed to be introduced in a better way, not just like a oh, sludge yes. river. <laughs> it just needed to have that little bit of more thought put into it because yeah they 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 basically come across it and like apart from it moving there's nothing really that belies its like i don't know antagonistic nature intelligence yeah. yeah nothing like that it's just sort well, of like oh well it's a little bit weird um yeah it's it's like a little bit of a weird, weird shadow and they're like um i guess we'll scan it and figure it out and it's like i don't know and eventually he's like i theorize it is a life form and then it's like correct tin man i'm like Oh, great. It talks. That's, I forgot that's how it started. Like, communicating. Yep. It's just basically like agreeing with data. And after data's like one up assumption, like just straight to the, I think it might be alive. Maybe. I don't know. It followed yeah. us that one time. Looks like it could do something. Where are you pulling your information from, data? What's going on? I think, like, I think he does cool. like scans to it as well, but that's really all we've got. Yeah. That's not much to go off. But, um, no. But anyway, it starts talking, and that's what's yeah. creepy. And then something's like dun dun dun, and then big goopy teddy bear looking motherfucker <laughs> covered in slime comes out of 
like just looks like it's been it's been put on some sort of stand and like rises up <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely like, a mannequin just like rising up out of some sort of sort of sheet covered tar yeah yeah, it's really weird. Uh, so weird. Yeah, Although yeah, it did give me great really ideas nice. for for monsters to use. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a tar oh, ooze. Yeah, tar ooze is just like incredibly creepy but, thing. Where it looks like that, and you hit it, and now you're stuck to it. But that's been done before in like in like other better ways. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure I, I understand what you're saying is better than in Star Trek, not in better than my idea, but the way it just no, came no, off. No, 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 that's no, 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 that's 100. No, 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 I didn't mean better than your idea. I meant better than Star Trek. Oh, that would be savage, Jeremy. I've never. Say it that. was damn. Um, <laughs> no, no, I meant, I meant it's been done better. Like, wasn't it? In yes, some oh, it definitely movie? has. Wasn't it in some kids' movie? Even I remember being scared of this like cartoon kids movie from way, way back. When I was, uh, we've been talking a lot about kids' movies and how I was scared of them. I was also scared of the Dark Crystals little kid. We talked about that mm-hmm. at the beginning, but mm-hmm. um, for other reasons that we'll get into. But yes, there's this movie, and I can't for the life of me fucking remember what it's called, but it was an animated one. It had like this soupy, goopy black shit. Oh, and Fern Gully. Fern Gully had mm-hmm. fucking Tim Curry mm-hmm. as, the, as, the, as the pollution soupy, well, goopy guy. So Black tar is not usually I'm a great sure. thing that you want to touch in general. So. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to suck. Yeah, like the dinosaurs. Classics examples. Mm-hmm. It's classics examples. It's going to, so yeah, it's a It's a good in, creepy thing to use. It just looks really poor, poorly done here. Yes, but if they did it your way, Jeremy, which mm-hmm. would be a cool and exciting and fun, interesting way of doing it. Um, <laughs> good a DM, 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 uh, D&D campaign. That would be great. That would be cool. Yeah. That's like a, a cool villain monster thing. That, like, I think also attaches- giving... Giving oozes intelligence is always a little bit extra creepy to me because yeah, oozes are that, that idea of the blob where it just kind of keeps expanding and expanding. And it's not really intelligence just trying to to grow, but giving it an idea of, no, no, I want to eat everything. It has it's a like, mind. Because yeah. uh, um, this, this has a mind and it has a name as well. Uh, it introduces itself as Armus. That will not, not come in... in handy or useful or matter at all no it's just to me the weird blob skin thing no. like i don't remember yeah. its name at all also armus what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck is that name yeah it's so boring. give it like a weird name like belgorth or like Bel-Gore. you know some ugly belgor some weird gross and caligon the black just something you know something more like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something that sounds more blobby and gross, but um, but Armus sounds like some cool son of Aragorn, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I like am Armus, son kid. of Aragorn, son of Arathorn, yeah. son of Arathorn. Oh, I guess maybe way down down later down the line when we've come up with more like syllables to go from Aragorn <laughs> to Arathorn, from Arathorn to Aragorn to Arathorn to Arathorn to Armus or something. I don't know. But anyway. Anyway. Armus. Armus shows Armus. up and is like, I'm not going to let you pass. And like, but we need to help people. And it's like, I don't care. 
I don't yeah. think everyone in the world should be helped. Why would you want to help people? People are stupid. Ha 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 ha. That's basically what he says, everyone. He's just so apathetic. But like in a, such a stupid way. Like the script, so oh, stupid. the writing is so bad. He's just like, I'm not going to let you do that. And they're like, well, we need to get to our friend. Uh, so we we need to do that. And he's like, yeah. stupid. Meh, meh, meh. I don't agree like, that all life is sacred. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. And Denise Crosby basically just is like, right. I'm gonna go um help my friend because she's in trouble. She says something. Yeah. She's like, and we're gonna stand down. We're gonna go around you. And he's like, don't do that. And he's like, well, I'm going anyway. And just like starts stomping off around him. And that were her, <laughs> like, I'm doing it anyway. Her last mm-hmm. words as she gets zapped on the cheek by this yeah. dude. Blasted across the the rocky landscape. Yeah, he get but like zapped. Like he's a sludge monster, and he Mm -hmm. and she gets she gets zapped by like or not zapped. Sorry, blasted. Yeah, she gets like pushed with like this weird like thrown air. Yeah, Yeah, but like and she gets like this weird spot on her cheek. So Mm -hmm. what happened? Did they? What happened? (laughs) I think the spot is meant to be like a welt of. Of like the the blow or something, like that's the injury. It's not like just some sort of weird mark that he leaves on her, and it, it, I, it like drains her energy. It it just kills her outright. It looks like some weird like Disney Channel like splat mark. Like you yeah, know, like you're watching Disney Channel. Nickelodeon. And it's like, yeah, Nickelodeon looks like a Nickelodeon splat yeah. on her face, and it, and it, like literally the same shape as like a weird it's just stupid it just it's stupid so stupid <laughs> it's stupid and i hate it <laughs> jeremy uh, i hate this so much it's so like, that's, that's all that happens she just gets and then she's dead and then yep, and then they dead. beam her up to try and save her because yeah. beverly no what what happened doesn't beverly just straight up be like oh no she's she's dead and they're like yeah they, they like they shoot they shoot armis and it doesn't seem to do anything but then he goes away anyway uh, yeah, and they all run the over to, to Yar and they're like, quick, what, can you do anything? She's like, no, she's she's gone. She's dead. But then they beam her up and continue. They beam her up and they st- every, everyone goes down to sickbay <laughs> and like Beverly's trying to bring her back. They basically get a brain defibrillator. They're like, yeah, all life's... Okay. Yeah, they, they get her back to like breathing and heartbeat and stuff, but it seems like that's just kind of keeping the body going, but there's no brain waves. So they kind of like get this thing that like goes around her head and like clear, boom, and keep do do it more CPIs. And I'm just like, I don't know what what's happening here, but clearly they're like like blasting her brain to try to restart it. I don't think that's how the brain works. No, because they put that it's that headband fucking looking thing, right? They put like this headband thing, and it's like the neural stimulator, and they're like, Yeah. yeah, blast her again, do it harder, and then it's like flatline i guess in the brain capacity and nothing is happening so she's basically a vegetable or or yeah basically like her body will stop working without the brain and the only reason it's working now is because they're keeping it going yeah right so she would pretty much just be like this comatose yeah dead splat (laughs) cheeked lady (laughs) i am going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that what they're actually trying to do is like put their last like the buffer from the transporter Oh, they're trying to put her last okay. thought patterns, like her brain waves from the transporter, they're trying to put it back into the body for her and like kickstart the brain with look, activity, look, activity. 
Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll give that to you. I have no idea what's going on at this point. No, it's, than, it's standard, yeah, like, well, brain. her body is dead, but the brain isn't working. We need a reason to do it. So it's all science mumbo-jumbo um, techno Star babble. Trek mumbo-jumbo. Yeah, transporter bumble. Transporter jumbo bumble. <laughs> uh, and it's unfortunately, yeah, it, it anyway. did just suck the life out of her. Um, but yeah, it, did get, yeah. it did make me think about what healing processes in role-playing games are. Yeah. Okay. In like, what sense? The fact that, okay, her body is dead. That's just yeah. massive amounts of damage. She's dead. But this is a world with magic, essentially, in Star Trek. So you do have ways of bringing someone back. But what are they? Is Revivify, when you cast it in D&D, is it just a spell that you drop down and they start breathing again? Or do you have to really like go through a ceremony to do it? Or all these ways of bringing someone back from the dead or even just healing them. It's like when you use a healing word, do the wounds close on them or do they just get that surge of energy? It's like, it's Uh, a really interesting narrative um, opportunity or imaginative opportunity to to say, well, what is your healing magic? Like the fact that they get a defibrillator basically for her head and start like blasting her brain waves. That's really interesting. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I like how you bring up the idea of, of picking in or trying to really fine tune how the magical world, like what what system of healing it is. Because if it's mm. just say, yeah, like your body gets healed, cool. But then, then yeah, for whatever reason, maybe like you get a head hit and like maybe you've got like, I don't know, brain damage and your body mm-hmm. gets healed, but nothing happened. Like, yeah, the life is essentially zapped out of you or something. Like there's nothing there to keep the body going. So mm. then what do you do? <laughs> See, I would assume like, that'd be something like there's creatures like intellect devourers that remove, like hit your intelligence yeah. that hit your health. Yeah, yeah. That would be that. It's like but, the body's still going, but the brain's just gone. Yeah, because it, it, with an um, intellect devourers, you get to a point, right? If they, mm. if they, if you get, if, what you lose a wisdom throw or something like too many times. Uh, yeah, I think if you forget. fail your intelligence save, then your intelligence drops a certain like you it drops a d six or something. But it just like, keeps going until eventually it just keeps you die. Down, yeah, until eventually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, your your body's just this hole. Yeah, or I think it might also, even just drop directly to zero, and it's like, great, I'm just a shell now. Yeah, and there's there's other like spells and stuff like this. I think there's a a card in the deck of many things where if you pick it, your mind gets like thrown into the like thrown into a gem or something. So you basically yeah. become catatonic and like yeah. <laughs> like you need to unlock or find the gem to like release your I don't know memories or mind or something mm. back into your body. But yeah, stuff like that. Maybe using that more in some level of game- gameplay. That'd be fun. That'd be cool mm. for sure. But and this sort of headband neurodefibrillator thing. <laughs> you can always just use that too. Just get neurodefibrillator. Neuro, neuron, whatever. Neural, neuronet. Maybe that's what their resurrection process is. Yeah. Sexy little headbands. Or like yeah. dorky little headbands. Whatever you very want. Very dorky. Very Better. dorky little headbands. Everyone have, wears a headband in this world. <laughs> And then you get like a little splat on your face for reasons. Yeah, that remains there <laughs> after you come back. It's so bad. It looks like it's, it's so been bad. thrown on with a bit of marker. Like who? Why would you do that? Who was the design? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's not great I'm, makeup for no, for everyone. I'll like, try to get a shot for the for the social media. Oh, oh, she she was one of the main 
cast as a bridge crew and she's leaving, why would you make her look silly <laughs> when she just died and it's a sad moment? Because I can't look at it and take it seriously. She just looks like a little bloink, mm. like what? Like a little like what? I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's there's something about like I'm thinking of a number of other characters that have died in sci-fi shows since then. And sometimes they're like characters have only been around for a season or so. They're very much, they were a bit character. They weren't meant to be a massive character, yeah. but they usually Is get like a heroic sacrifice or there's like a reason for their death. And Denise Crosby fucking just dies. She dies for no reason. And like, yeah. even in later episodes, when they bring up her death, they, they, they mention that, like, I think there's an episode with her sister and her sister is like, oh, how did she die? Did she die in battle? And Data has to explain, no, she didn't die. She died for no reason on this planet Ooh. by a, like a weird skin, evil guy uh, who just wanted to cause people pain. Yeah. And that's why. That's why and it she wasn't did. even she made a mistake. Like, there wasn't, like, no. a plot reason for it. It just, sometimes people die. Yeah. And that's like, not a good metaphor. I, that's not a good story to tell. No, but, like, and I, but I don't mind that as, as the meaning of the episode. Like, sometimes people die. Like, that's fine. Mm. Like, yeah, that is a concept or, or concept for the plot of yeah. an episode. It's fine because it's, like, you know, taking the more realistic path. But, like, the way that it was handled in this episode was she just died because we don't we don't know we didn't want to put any effort into why but she yeah she, she just gave dead. One we just gave him one episode to sort of make this make sense anyway next episode next episode <laughs> everyone's happy again it's fine oh. like we give her that cute little moment at the end but apart from that she's like no that makes sense nah she yeah. did alright it's anyway. very clearly an episode that was written around the end sequence that everything yeah. is leading up to that rather than yeah. um than the death being the thing that's that's important it's the farewell that's important in this but even the farewell just felt slapped on like a sticker at the end like it, just, we'll, it we'll could have been on it. the end it's, of any other yeah, yeah we'll get to it but yeah we'll get but, to it but yeah so, <laughs> there's so much more in this episode we're only like 10 minutes in i know <laughs> we might right. be 15 minutes so, in. I, I didn't check uh so anyway troy wakes up and Armas has moved and like engulfed the shuttle and she can't talk to anyone except Armas. Yeah. And oh, I think... and the other members on her ship are like not dead, but they're Oh yeah, like, super unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Which is such a bad thing. Like they're unconscious for like a good few hours. It's like that's that's severe dangerous. concussion, <laughs> dangerous stuff. They're hearing comas. A couple more deaths in yeah. this episode. Uh, yeah. but we don't have fun. But yeah, this weird shadow goopy thing animation happens um but the, yeah Amis basically talks to troy and it's like what up yeah. bitch um i've i just want to fuck with you <laughs> yeah it's like, i just want to i just feel the need to make something suffer i'm evil yeah. and troy's just like you'll never break their spirits troy having hope <laughs> one of her worst episodes so far yeah like yeah, full-on damsel great. in distress it's not great it's not great for the progress of women in the show and it's no. not great for the progress of the character or any character really but yeah she basically i mean in a way it sticks to her character a little bit in the sense that she's trying her hardest to keep her own spirits up maybe i don't know yeah I maybe don't. she trying to yeah i'm no, not gonna delve not. too much into it i'm just gonna say look they needed troy stuck here so they stuck troy here 
they stuck someone and it had to be yeah. Troy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> who, who's more. who's always off on conferences and rarely on the ship? It's Troy. <laughs> it's Troy. Like, it's Shaq, but it's Troy. Yeah. <laughs> who is that girl stuck on another planet doing conferences and being a ambassador for whatever? It's, it's Troy. Troy. Yeah, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who is that woman who's stuck on a weird relationship with the other, well, the one most toxic male <laughs> guy on the ship? Who fucks everything else he sees? It's Troy. Oh yeah, wow! They- <laughs> if we weren't up to episode twenty-two, I'd say we just need a jingle for Troy. <laughs> we still could use it. We still Troy. could. I don't know if Troy's it's that jingle, but, but she's gonna be here for a while. So yeah, anyway, she's anyway. trying her hardest. She's she trying she's to trying to hard. connect. Yeah, she's doing her empathy thing. She's trying to connect with um the creature and like find some sort of humanity in it and explaining, hey, maybe you let me go because it's a nice thing to do. Uh, and back on the observation, back on the ship, back on the observation land, they've got a, like a little council and partly that is to address Yar's death. Um, of course, yeah. Picard's super professional is like, no, we'll grieve for trash, trash, ah, trash a Yar, Tash a Yar later. <laughs> trash. Trash. She is trash now. Trash she is trash Yar. to me now. Um, trash. <laughs> we'll do, we'll, we'll mourn tasha later right now we need to figure out how to save the shuttle crew he puts Worf in charge of security uh, I, I think acting member acting head of security until like it's made official and i think they come up with like a plan or something i really wasn't paying attention uh in this scene i don't think no, it really mattered neither. but they uh, try and do something something about um yeah yeah they, they address what Armas is doing uh like you know hovering over troy and trying to like I don't know, talk, I don't know, do something, but, um, yeah. and that's why they can't like get a transporter lock. I don't know something about what, why they can't just beam her. Yeah. Off. Why they can't just beam her out again, basically. So they're going to send another away team down. And I think the important part of this is Worf chooses not to go down with them. Um, but why? Does she well, he, he, he says clearly this thing will not be done with, uh, we will not be able to defeat this thing with force. So my place is here on the ship like whatever we can do up here with sensors and security and and weapons up here that will be better suited than me going down to the planet that's right because everyone's like let's go and wolf is i mean wolf Riker is like wolf are you coming and yeah and wolf's like no no, my my job is here now but that's like him taking on the role like of 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 um, of security security yeah because that's like the whole point is keeping the ship ship shape ship shape ship safe (laughs) and i think that's actually a really important moment because we already saw in this episode that ya and wolf have that friendship and we've seen how wolf responds when someone close to him dies already when we saw that in heart of glory so wolf being able to go no i'm not going to go and get vengeance on the thing that killed my friend my place is here yeah yeah that's cool and i think that's something that ya taught him that yeah, I like that. I wonder what they would have done with his character if they hadn't have added that in. If they had sent him off onto the planet, I wonder how that would have resolved or what would have changed. I don't think. Maybe. I think they basically went. Worf is not the person to use in this situation because there's going to be a lot of talking. It's going to cost too yeah. much if we have him fight that thing, <laughs> or try to fight it, like punching the puddle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's that makes sense, and that's good logic and reasons. Like it didn't. It didn't seem out of place mm. because of his connection to Yah. But it is also like they could have pushed then the sadness at the end 
or something for him not being there to like get yeah. that because he's you know get vengeance or feel vindicated and i don't know doing something but uh but no they don't do that then we get back to the planet and then Troy the is planet. still <laughs> dealing <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, Jeremy is taking a coffee break. Um, oh, and he's done. That was uh, under five seconds. Well done. Good job. New record. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> sorry to call you out. Um, I won't be able to edit that out now. Um, yeah, they go, back, they go back to the planet. And Troy, so it basically a lot of this, a lot of the conversation in this is just them saying, I want to talk to Troy. I want to talk to my crew. I want to talk to Troy. I want to see my crew. Just backwards and forwards. Yeah. And Armas being like, no, amuse me. Ah, no, that's boring. Amuse me more. And it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm it's, bored. Do the thing. Do the funny thing. <laughs> awesome. It's just like yeah. he is a petulant child. He is Always, a petulant child. But that's, that's all the depth, like, apart... The depth of his cruelty in this episode only like it just comes across as like belligerence and like he mm. killed ya and that's like it like he's like oh i killed ya straight off the bat so what am i gonna do am i gonna keep killing people no i guess not i think i'll just like fuck torment like, them but that's, torment but like he doesn't really like do anything else except for this next bit which i think yeah. is his next bit yeah it but is like, the next bit he basically well ya realizes that he's been abandoned <laughs> that's why he's angry obviously um Oh, you and mean Troy. Troy. Troy, yes. It. Yes, what did I say? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah probably realizes it too. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, anyway. She did uh, and did Warfall... you want to get sucked into him? Oh, sorry, because no. that would be fucked. Oh, okay. That would be, yeah, that would like... be creepier. Yeah, that would be way creepier. She just that stuck on the planet now. Honestly, well, we see... Well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so... <laughs> So Troy realizes he's been abandoned and Worf realizes that when he's over the shuttle, like the energy field lowers and Riker's explaining the concept yeah. of trading to him. It's like, we'll give you something and you let us see our people. He's like, oh, interesting. What about no? What about if Beverly has to ask nicely? And he's like, please. He's like, okay, ha, just kidding. It's like, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's like, what were they expecting from this interaction? Like this dude just like killed this, like one yeah. of your crewmates. And like, I don't understand the reasoning of them coming down to this, like coming down again like this and asking him questions again and trying to reason with him when it's been made clear that, oh, he doesn't want, like, there's no reasoning with this fucker. <laughs> he will I just don't kill. Think like they mentioned I... it on the ship. They're like, she did nothing wrong. She lowered mm. her weapon. Like she went to go yeah, help Troy. She did nothing wrong. He just attacked her and trip, killed her. Yeah. So like, I feel like based off that interaction, maybe the decision to like beam them down <laughs> right next to it again and try and have another discussion, probably not going to lead <laughs> to the <laughs> correct. I don't know. I, could they not well, beat them behind the puddle? On, on, apparently like, not. Uh, apparently the energy field, too much. Yeah, uh, the fjord. I don't know. I, <laughs> I kind of get the the sense, okay, they've realized he wants something. Clearly he's going to want something in return. Uh, so that's why yeah. they beam them down and like, okay, let's talk to him and see what, what he can do. Because he's like, we're not going to let you just walk over and take them. That's why he killed Yar. Oh, right. And that's why Troy is still alive. Like, he wants something yeah. from Troy. Yeah, he wants like, something he wants from something. Troy. Right? Yeah, he's he got her as, as anyway. But yeah, that's when he's like, I'm, you're all ungrateful, and um, I don't like being called it. I'm a person. Uh, and that's when yeah. he, like, he removes, moves, um, is this oh, when uh, he takes away Geordie's visor? Yeah, he takes Geordie's visor, and then he's, like, Data goes to help Geordie, like, pick it up for him. Yeah. And then he's like, 
don't help him, Tin Man. Let him struggle or something. Like, yeah, he, he just, says, don't help him or I'll kill you too. And he's like, um, maybe I will. Okay. And it's like, eventually he's like, Geordie. He like uses his words to direct Geordie to where it is. And then as soon as he does, Armas moves it again with magic. And it's like, and Data yeah. basically goes, well, I'm not going to help him again because you just do it again. I'm done yep. now. Game yep. over. And then, but then immediately Armas is like, well, this is boring me. So here, <laughs> just let him have it. And then he lets him have his bicep. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just, ugh, it's just badly written, like, petulant. It is. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's not it's- really... I do like that it is written petulance and it's kind of like the correct response to the petulance. Yeah, if I just think, but but like, yeah, yeah, it is the correct response. But like, it's not interesting to watch. No, it's not. It's fucking annoying. (laughs) It's stupid. (laughs) So Armas Uh, gets bored and goes back to the shuttle and is like talking with with Troy again. And this is when Troy is all like, oh, wow, the sparkling beings that created you. They like slewed off their their bad feelings and their hate and disgustingly vile stuff. Or maybe Armas tells her, I can't remember. But either way, he's what's left behind of this other species yeah. going to the stars. And that's that's how we get his backstory uncovered a little bit more. It's yeah. basically, and we mentioned this at the beginning, it's basically like the whole Skeksy Elder thing from like the yeah. Dark Crystal. Is it Elder? Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Just, just I, I think they're the Elders. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds right. But yeah, yeah, it's like one was really good and pure and beautiful and one was hideous and disgusting and evil and bada bing bada boom, that's him mm-hmm. baby. They left him on the planet because he was gross and I guess wanted to kill random people for no reason <laughs> with well, little I, splashy splats if they faces. were the <laughs> yeah clearly if this was their entire species as evil like their bad thoughts and their whatever it is like their baser instincts it makes sense that yeah. he just wants to kill people with, for no reason like he has yeah. no compunction he's just he's just bad I feel that it's a stupid writing because no one's just ever just bad. Yes, I agree. It's very restrictive and limited. But, but um, I do like that idea of like the, the dark double. I'm always going to talk about the double and the doppelganger. That idea of a, a tar ooze that you have a creature that is like an elf or something, some sort of angel, and you have this evil ooze that's like kind of plaguing the same thing. It's like you can't have both of them surviving. If you kill one, the other dies too. And then you've got yeah. an adventure where they've got to decide, well, if we kill him, we're going to lose something really good. Yeah, right. Oh, I see what you mean. See, that's cool where it kind of plays off each other. It's not just like the pretty elves and the ugly Urukai. It's like yeah. both are kind of connected more in a, in a more literal sense. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the good creature is just repressed its bad elements so much that it's formed a separate being. Which is exactly yeah. what they've done. It's just they abandoned that separate being and like the amount of toxic and anxiety. Like it is. It's depression and anxiety. Armus is just a manifestation of all of that. Yeah. But like, but that's also like, it's restrictive in that sense that like depression, anxiety, and like it's sadness as well because mm. one, he's been left alone and he's like, you know, sad and then like bring forth or spurts out all these other feelings. Like, it just, I feel like it could have been 
written better yes like, in a more <laughs> fascinating way like what you suggested where it's like oh they're connected so if you kill one you kill the other one that's why yes. they can't you know a little bit more explanation or depth into that story because it's an interesting you're right it's interesting it's a it's really, really cool. interesting concept and it's one that you can draw a lot on and unfortunately they just don't do it here yeah, they just bring it up once, and then Troy yeah. goes, "Oh, that's so sad for you." And it goes, "Oh no, fuck I you, kid Troy. you." He goes, "Fuck you, Troy." Yeah, and he like zooms <laughs> over and like <laughs> grabs Riker and just drags him in. I know it drags Riker, and then she's like, "No, my Riker," and then and he's and, like, and "Ha ha, fuck you, bitch." Yeah, and it's like you can't beam away because if anyone leaves, I kill him. Ha 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 ha. And okay, you were saying before, like, why didn't it? Oh, it didn't drag. Tasha Yari in and it's like because I think Denise Crosby went fuck no I'm not doing that yeah I'm not getting sucked into that <laughs> oh, thing I'm not getting tar all oh, over me that would have been but Tasha Yari oh, sorry Yasha yeah. Tar that could have worked that could have been such a pun but yeah no I 100% I bet you Jonathan Frakes was I'll do it <laughs> I'm up yeah, for anything it. let me do yeah, it do that. <laughs> and, then, and then Tasha I was like I don't want to do that yeah I don't really want to do that I have that on me that's mm. gross I there's a reason why I'm not it looks so it bad looks- it looks disgusting, and also, yeah, I think this is a, this is a concept that like kind of freaks me out. This whole like goopy like conscience, uh, uh, sorry, con- conscious um, sentient goop just is yeah. freaky. Like the con, like, but also being covered in sentient goop, and like, there's a moment where like after they drag him, he gets dragged in, like he comes back up, and there's like yeah. this frozen face of horror. I like. I, uh, I, um, Han Solo, like mm-hmm. the, the first <laughs> the yeah. But like you can see it in his mouth, like his mouth is open. He's like, and it's like it's like the goop is in your mouth. Like ew, no. I don't think that was really that was really Jonathan Frakes though. I think that might have been a mold that they put up through the. No, I yes, I agree. But just the concept of like ew, yes. it's in my mouth. It's so creepy. Ooh, I don't like that. It's yucky. Yeah. Uh, it's gross. But, but Worf has realized that the energy field now, he's charted it and he's like, and this is where we, we killed Yar when it like spiked and this is when it talks with Troy and that's when it's lowest. Yeah. So we could maybe, if we can, can, whatever it's doing when it talks to Troy, if we can get it to go lower and lower, we can beam them out. So they have to think of what it does when it talks or what's it, what it's doing when it's talking to Troy. And I yeah. guess, is that how they like they um, figure out that like, oh, it's talking about its emotions or, or something? Uh, like, well, Picard beams down. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because and Riker got sucked in. A- <laughs> yeah, because Riker got sucked <laughs> in. So Picard has to come down and be the, the negotiator instead. And Troy is all like, no, let him go and take me. I would do that for anyone. But especially him. Most, mostly him. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because the, the, I feel like, didn't Armourous, like, catch on? Like, oh, I, I've done this to Riker because you're, he's, the, yeah. he's, he's, he's your boy. You, you got he's a thing. Someone. You got a thing. You got something going on between you two. I can sense it. Uh, and Troy straight up was like, no, I would do it for anybody because i'm that empathic and i love mm-hmm. everybody not just Riker. i mean i guess i do something for Riker, but i would do it for most people because i love them um and it's like oh fuck bitch i know you you cheeky slut you, you got a big old thing uh yeah so maybe it also gets maybe it gets some of that from like Riker as well because Riker's in the goop yeah. and maybe like, yeah, he's definitely sensing there. stuff. And he can sense Stryker struggling and Troikan as well. And when Picard comes down, he just kind of like talks to everyone. He doesn't talk to Armus at all. Like this for a Picard moment is fucking cool. What like, him talking to him talking to the to crew and like kind of refusing to engage Armus 
Like his whole sequence on the planet, I actually really enjoy because he kind of comes up to, he's like, okay, so what is this thing? What exactly are we dealing with? Like, and it's like, no, talk to me. And he's like, I don't, I'm going to, I'm not going to talk to you. You're annoying. Yeah. Like, you're a pitching little baby. You're a pitching little baby. You're a baby, baby. <laughs> yeah, and then it like kind of takes control of data and like points his phaser at everyone and like points it at Beverly and's like, "You get to decide who lives and dies, Doctor Crusher." And she's like, "Cool, me, I die." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Are you ready?" It's so it's such a weird thing. Like, are you ready to die? And she's like, "I, I, I'm afraid." Uh, yeah, okay, I, I die. But then he's like, "Tell me you're afraid." And she's like, "I am afraid." Um, and but yeah. I'm still okay. Like, I'm okay with this. That's fine. <laughs> And Data does kind of point uh, out, it's not me who's going to be killing anyone, it's you because you're forcing me to do it. It's like, I'm yeah, not actually because, in control of this. Yeah, and because he, he brings up again, is like, so, I don't know, some weird reasons. Like, but it won't be like, it'll always be your choice, Data. It'll be on your conscience. And Data's like, no, I have no well, power in this situation. So not going to get me that way, bucko. But like also, Data has no feelings anyway. Like he cons- consistently brings that up. Like, I, I feel yeah. like. He's just I'm like, sure. all right. That's, that's yeah, fine. Like, I'll, I'll deal with it. This is what will happen. But yeah. the way that Armrest gets bored of this like little thing so quickly, like nothing happens. There's no consequence. Like, no, there's no consequence. He's like, well, fine. Data. It doesn't work. And Data then goes, you have no redeeming qualities. I love that. He's just like, you have no redeeming qualities. Oh, 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 savage. Fucking savage, Data. You have no redeeming qualities. What a blow. What a hit to the skin of evil, which is this creature. <laughs> It's like, all right, cool. Should I be destroyed? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe, sure. Maybe. I don't find I, this amusing. That's all he says. It's like, oh, okay, buddy, cool. Yeah. Uh, and this is when great. Picard steps up and he's like, all right, cool. I need to see my people now. And he's like, you can, you can do whatever you want. You can kill all my people, but they will not obey your orders because they only obey my orders. Yeah. And, and then... I like that. It's like, oh, wow. Now we know who's in charge. Daddy Picard. Daddy Picard. Yeah, that's true. This is a, hey, of all the Picard moments, I mean, sorry, of all the Daddy Picard moments, this is high up on the list. This is a Daddy Picard moment. He just straight up is like, I'm not going to engage with you because you, this is not an engage moment. This is a non-engage moment. This is a, I I sans engage. Um, For someone who's like, I don't know how to deal with children. He's really good at dealing with children. Or children-like mentalities, anyway. Yeah. This is just straight up like, nope, not going to deal with you. Next. <laughs> going to gonna focus on the main idea. No, fuck you. You want to kill? No, fuck. The, no, not happening. No, no, no not, I'm not going to engage with your stupid you claims. Yeah. They're not going to do what you want. I'm not going to make them command them to entertain you because you're stupid. Um, mm-hmm. And fuck you. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to leave. <laughs> the, the, like, the, the consistency with, with which armor is keep, like, keep, or, like this fucking black blobby thing keeps mm-hmm. saying like, have them amuse me. Have them amuse me or I'll kill them. No, do it. Do it or do I'll it. fuck with them. Entertain me. <laughs> Entertain me. And Picard's like, no, I'm not going to fucking. No, no, why would I? Why? Why would I do this? It's just like, <laughs> because. <laughs> ah, mm. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's good. I, I like Picard's. Like, like he's no. he's like I'm not having this shit. This shit is done. I'm bored with this script. Yeah. So they just they they go to leave. Like Picard is just like I don't care. I'm leaving. And, and yeah. he's he's like you want me to kill your people? Uh, and Picard's like I don't want you to do anything. But there's nothing else I could do here. So um, mm. we're gonna bounce. Wrap it up, everybody. Wrap it up. Yeah. We're out. So they what plan? They start they to- start to step away, and I'm like no, blah, and like vomits up Riker. Spits out right <laughs> Yeah. Onto the sand. 
um, so they they make sure that you know everyone's alive uh, or Riker's okay. alive and then I think Picard's just like I want to see the rest of my people and he's like no he's like alright cool everyone else go everyone else gone just you and me because and, because he's figured out at this point that what what this guy really wants is just yeah. someone someone on the planet to fuck with so Picard's like it's yeah. gonna be me it's gonna be me <laughs> yeah. he, he daddy Picard's moments himself into this bit yeah like, he's just like fine he's like, everybody fine. else leave and like uh, he he so he got ragged he got one he's still gonna get two he's he's, he's, one he's still down, gonna get the other two, two left which is good he's like, like negotiating really well this is a good negotiation yeah. sequence too i could go into negotiation sequences but this isn't the episode for it honestly um yeah. and he realizes what armis really wants is to leave the planet he's like I yes can, Yes. What what do you want? Is like, I want to leave. And so, right, well, I have the means to do that, but I need to see my people. And so he, he gets teleported over into the shuttle, so he gets a chance to talk with um, with Troy. T- with Troy, and explains that Yar died. And she's like, "Yeah, I know." Uh, explains <laughs> the energy. This is when he gets to explain the energy field. Yeah, like what's happening, like- and Troy's be able to put it together. It's like, oh, this is when I'm like making him face his rage and his depression and everything. That's when the energy yeah. field is lowest, and he's been abandoned. So now you know what to do, Picard. Now, you, now we all know what to do. But do they do, do they actually talk like talk about how like do they piece that out just like separately, or is it actually blatantly said? I can't remember because why if they said why would they say it? Because wouldn't Black Sledge Monster could just be listening in? Like I, I don't think point- they say it that specifically. I think. Picard says the energy field lowers whenever he's over the shuttle and Troy says, oh yes, that's when I'm doing these things. Oh, and explains okay. about him, like says these are his his um, his triggers. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. That makes, that makes sense. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically, so, so that happens. So they're like, okay, so the idea is you get to talk to, <laughs> talk to him about his emotions and how sad he is and then we'll beam use them to beam you and Ben out of here and she's like okay and then that's how I wrote it anyway but uh and then and then they teleport they teleport him back to talk with Armas Armas is like you've had enough time with your friends to come over here now um (laughs) and he's like so where would you want to go do you want to go find the people who abandoned you (gasps) yes I know all about you Armas ha 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 uh, and basically just kind of sits down and talks to him and talks about the nature of evil. And he like quotes Shelley at him. Like he's like Shelley, a poet. Shelley? A poet once said something like, um, oh, there the is Frankenstein? no. Frankenstein? No. The- <laughs> Person oh. is Shelley. Oh. <laughs> Not Mary Shelley. I thought, I thought you, yeah, I thought you were saying Mary Shelley. I'm like, what? No. I mean, I kind of, I mean, something about evil. Let me like, Yeah, and there's like this slide off thing of the evil. And yeah, there's a whole thing going on there with Frankenstein, but not in this case. I don't actually Wait, so know. What the- did he say? I- I can't remember. Okay, I'll put the quote in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the quote. But yeah, okay. So, but he 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 basically sits down with it, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah and he's talking to it, detail. and he's like explaining, like, and he eventually goes, "You are not evil. Let me tell you what true evil is. It would be if I surrendered my dignity to do anything that you told me to." Oh. Or like words ooh, to that effect. Ooh, savage. Yeah, he's yeah, like, you're you're not evil, Armus. You're just like a shitty little kid evil is me giving in to you exactly wow that's fucking savage picard i don't remember that at all i think i zoned out at this point i'm so sorry oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait. 
hold on, hold on. I found that. I found the quote. It's something like, um, I I literally just fast forwarded into the episode so I can see the bit where he says. He says, "A great poet once said, all spirits are enslaved that serve evil. Sorry, serve That's right. Evil. Yeah. Yes. All spirits are so enslaved like, that serve evil. So he's basically just saying, you're, you're not. Slave. Yeah, you're you're a slave, and I yes. am. Yeah, I I don't know. I can't get it. Poet. As soon as the poetry comes in, I'm like, okay, cool. Explain it to me, Picard. Just 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 talk yeah. to me. I, I'm good with it. Um. But, but anyway, but, it it really upsets Armus. Like this oh, whole yeah. conversation is upsetting Armus because Picard's not playing. Yeah, and Picard's basically saying you're not evil, and 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 he's just like, no, I am. I am evil. I'm so evil. <laughs> I'm, I'm so evil. I'm the skin of evil. And Picard like, does yeah, point yeah. out this great thing. It's like you can kill me, but if you do, you're going to be stuck yes. here forever. That was loud. Sorry. Um, like, just, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be stuck here forever. And it doesn't matter that I'm dead because you'll still yeah. be here and you'll still be upset exactly. and you'll still be angry. And you'll be alone and you'll yeah. be angry and alone and that as well. Um, yes, yes, all of that. Uh, and the, um, the, 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 the energy damage. field's dropped enough that they can they beam Troy and Ben out and yeah. Picard gets to go, well, I'm not taking you anywhere. Ha, 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 and beams away. What a fucking line to end on. It's just like, oh, and by the way, not gonna take you anywhere <laughs> shit fuck yeah fucking asshole. double like, birds i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> fuck you bitch yeah he just basically bounces and then gets yeeted up <laughs> yeah by the transporter well while well, armis goes like no, no! Like, like khan as goes yeah. like khan no because uh, mm-hmm. but um but what a note to end on really for well, fucking yeah for, for that for armis yeah uh, and there's a little bit more of like I didn't realize it's still like about five minutes in the episode. I was like, all right, cool, that's the end. Oh shit! Oh yeah, this fucking the the whole yeah. like weird blue sky green grass holodeck thing that happens. Yep. The like, Windows ninety five <laughs> look. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. Oh my god, it is. It's the Windows ninety five like screensaver. Um, not screensaver. Um, desktop uh, backgrounds. It's awful. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> No, um, but, but there's a little bit of Picard going, okay, cool. So we destroy the shuttle. So it, so Armas can never find a way off the planet. And we've also oh, declared yeah, nice. this planet off limits to everyone. Man, I feel though, that's not a good enough <laughs> set. Yeah, someone always some, ends up on one of these planets. Some fucking dickhead, some poor guy or, or person is going to end up there and it's going to be shit. <laughs> just yeah. a shit time. Yeah, uh, Armus will just kill them and that'll be it. So Armus is pretty much stuck there forever. Well, and no, Armus has learned from this motherfucker. He's going to be like, I'm not killing anyone again. I'm going to torment them till the end of time. Because- tolerate, tolerate. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, anyway, so yeah, but that's great. So we get, so we get a holodeck funeral. We get a holodeck funeral, but it's yeah, blue sky, like bright blue sky, uncomfortably blue, and this weird yeah. little crest hill thing. Yep. situation with a weird tree there's like just one tree and one bush and a it's couple of rocks it's most definitely a sound stage <laughs> yeah it's it's so bad <laughs> sorry I'm rewatching it now mm. on silent because it, I went and found the quote it's uh, so bad it's, it's not great it's the tree the tree is the worst bit for me because it's got this shit fake breeze and this bright bright blue but anyway everybody's there the whole, everyone's the there and thing. Yars recorded something to say to everyone um, For, basically yeah. just as a 
in case if you're seeing this, I am dead. Yeah. <laughs> but in the most like impersonal way, like yeah. ever. Just she looks too happy and too comfortable. She's, She's way too like, happy. I'm dead, but that's fine. I have really meaningful things to say to all yeah. each and every one of you. I um, definitely recorded so. this a long time ago when I joined the crew and met everyone for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not yeah, like yeah. last <laughs> week. Uh, but yeah, basically she's <laughs> yeah. like, Riker, you're the best. But why? Why is Riker the best? Like, I don't know. What? She also, she's like, I don't, well, they, they were kind of good friends, it seems. Oh, yeah, but yeah. okay. And she's like, Dana, you taught me I was capable of so much love and being feminine. I'm like, yeah, you did. Oh, my God. Yes. Did she say that? I heard. I remember the feminine bit, but like. Yeah. She said, Deanna is capable of so much love and she taught me to be feminine. Yeah. I'm fucking into this. And Troy looks like she's the only one who's actually crying. Like everybody else is sort of like sad. I know, but like, also, what if they secretly had a little, little secret, little Tristy secret? I don't think it was secret. I, I think know. it was very obvious, but it happened. Whatever. Open to the world. I'm totally comfortable with that as well. But like, she legit looks the saddest. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that for mm-hmm. my little, like, plot going on ahead. But yeah, she's going around. She's going she's around. Like, she speaks with Jordy, I'm, and I'm pretty certain she had one scene with Jordy in the entire series. Was that like the first? Yeah, in the Naked Now. Where, like, she had a scene with yeah. him in the Naked Now, and I think that was it. Yeah, I think you're right. But that scene was pretty full on for the first It was. Episode. It was very full like, on. Because he was like, I wish I could see how beautiful you were or some shit. And that's what made me think that they were going to be matched yeah, there's, together. Yeah, there's like a thing with them. Yeah, there's a thing. There's a thing. But that, that's yeah, and when Riker like, takes away the visor and lets him see back in like whatever, hiding Q, he like yeah. looks at Yara and is like, oh, you are as beautiful as I thought. I'm like, okay, cool. So Jordy's into Yara. I'm into it. Yeah. But- yeah. <laughs> they had those two scenes yeah. and that's it. Yeah, and that's that's really it's just Geordie saying, Hey Tia I mean not Tiana, hey Tra- hey Tasha, you're hot. Hey Tasha, hey Tasha. Hey Tasha, sup, 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 hey Tasha, sup. Sup. <laughs> what you doing? How you <laughs> doing? <laughs> How you doing? No, um what, what what's the fucking abbreviation? What's the fucking text thing? You up? Oh uh, yeah, you up. <laughs> You up. What you doing? Yeah. What you doing? How you doing? You up? Um. Anyway, yeah. sorry. That's. Anyway, that. and but, uh, she says, um, she says something to to Data as well. I'm, oh, that's right. You, my friend, my friend oh, Data. I'm like, friend. you. She. They were more than friends. How dare yeah. you? Maybe this was before. Maybe this was before the Naked Now, where she recorded all of this. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, true. Oh, how awkward would that be? I guess Data wouldn't fucking care. He doesn't feel anything like. Well, yeah, shit, man, cold. I, yep. I, I mean, fuck. Yeah, but, um, and she, she she's says, like, Dad, Daddy Picard, you are like a father to me, all that kind of thing. Or yeah, I don't know what it was like to have a father. She says stuff to Worf as well. I stopped writing stuff down when I got to Worf and Beverly and Wesley. So, but, but the way she says it, she goes, ah, Worf. Ah, <laughs> We're so Worf. much alike. We're both warriors uh, and orphans who found our family That's uh, right. here. And that's it. Um, oh no, she says, I hope he meet death with my eyes wide open. And you don't, bitch, you don't. Just a little. Well, she kind of did. She had her eyes open, then she died. So. Yeah, but she did. Yeah, okay, true. She got slapped in the face by some weird thing, and then she. Yeah, died, she, did, but, she didn't yeah. die in her sleep. Man, no, but did she die as, like a warrior's death? No. Mm. Not really. Not really. 
And then she says some weird shit with Beverly. She's like, you have like this fierce devotion that comes from within and can't be diminished. Yeah, um, I again, I, I figured it was just like a way of of Denise Crosby getting to say goodbye to everyone on set. Yeah, I've learned to. Yeah, you're right. They're just like, hey, bitch, I like you. Hey, guy, what's up? You, you're okay. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, that's okay. Fuck that you, fine. fuck you, fuck you. You're okay. Fuck, fuck, you, you. fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> the reverse of yeah. that. Uh, but I liked <laughs> this as a method of when a character does die, or even an NPC dies, you do get a chance to have final words. You get a chance to say kind of what their purpose or what they feel about the rest of the party. Like having a memorial service for them is is really good. I think one of the most moving things in a game I've been in as a player was when an NPC died and we as characters stopped and had a funeral for them. Oh, that's really cool. I love that idea. I, I love, yeah, the... I love I love the idea of having a funeral for a player who's left. That's really cute mm. because you get to go through maybe like past experiences with like the other members of the team um, mm-hmm. and reminisce a little bit. Mm-hmm. And for a player to be the player who died to be engaged in that also and like be involved in that is really cute. I think. Yeah. So as horrible as this scene is, it's a really good way of of doing that. I will point out that in the scene that we did that in our game. Uh, my character didn't particularly like the NPC that died. His little eulogy was, don't think of it as dying. Think of it as leaving early to avoid the rush. <laughs> and <laughs> someone was like, oh, that's really okay. sweet. I'm like, no, it is not. My character thinks we're all going to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Like the end of the world is coming and this guy got out early. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's great. not a nice sentiment at all. That's, that's, <laughs> still, that's still pretty funny, though. It, yeah, it's that really falls to the character. Like, you learn a little bit more about the character that way. Like, I think I stole I it from know, Good I, Omens, but still. Still amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, look, I think, I think there's a time and a place for scenes like this. I think definitely yeah. when you have, like, that, that moment of being able to say goodbye to, like, if you're in a, a campaign and your character has died, being able to have that nice farewell is really sweet mm. and lovely. And I think funerals for that is a great way to go. But I think just in terms of like the way that this was constructed in this scene, I'm not the biggest fan because it oh, just no. definitely feels it, it feels so pre-planned and so yeah. organized that like when you said the whole episode was basically based around this last scene, I'm like, mm. yeah, and you can feel it and like you pick up on it and you're like, mm, I don't like this because it's so like, yeah, and like yeah. not authentic or like real at all. And all of these like, thing she's saying like with the thing she said to like about um geordie she's like you helped me see things in a different way it's like nah, i don't like that you're you're just saying something about his vision impairment mm-hmm. like it's all things that seem really general and blase that don't really come from that a meaningful place from the character and her relationship with the other characters <laughs> like it just I seems think like it would have had that could have been generally scripted anyway yeah I think it could have been had more impact had she died a lot later in the episode. Yeah. Like if she yes. died toward the end of the episode and was like, this is the only way we can get out. If she'd given up herself, like if she'd been the one that'd been sucked in instead of Riker. Yeah. As yeah. they're escaping or something. And she's like, no, no, go. I, this is the way it has to be or something like that. It still would have been shit if that had been the way it had been written. And then you get this speech of her farewelling yes. everyone. It's like, I died doing what I chose to do. I died fighting for Starfleet rather yeah. than just, you're dead. 
Yeah. But that's the thing. That's what they didn't give her. And I'm not sure if it is just like politi- like set politics because for whatever reason she it, was leaving or she wanted to leave. But like the way that they did her character so dirty like this where they didn't give her. Because like her, I mean, she didn't have a lot to work with. There wasn't a lot ooh. of character development set there like we talked about. Like basically set on trauma <laughs> and more trauma. But yeah. like her whole thing was she came from a very dark place. She met like was introduced to the federation and because of the federation like she's she's very dedicated to starfleet and she's very dedicated to her crew and so her dying to help them in some way would have been the logical thing to do for her to die in like an end in a way that made sense for her character but like here it's like nah just she did and she did because she tried to go and help and and she did nothing to, to in that in that moment in mm. that instant of her like dying she didn't even see it coming like she mm. just died and it's like i feel that it wasn't so much like a set politics thing i think it might have been more of denise crosby came in and said hey i'm not interested in coming on for the next season like oh shit all right um all right we've got a week or two let me write an episode <laughs> Yeah, but dude, why that episode? Like, why not? Because immediately this, my mind would be to, oh, okay, she does something courageous because she's that kind of character. Like, cool, this, we'll just the writing in this episode tracks with every other bad writing episode we've seen. Uh, but like, who then? Who is? I'm gonna look up. Who's to blame? Who's to blame for this catastrophe? I'm we'll we'll figure it out later. We'll wrap up the episode because there is one more moment where Data's like, I don't understand why we're gathered here today. I'm just thinking about how much I'll miss her. And Picard's like, yeah, you kind of get how grief works, buddy. Uh, and there's that little moment. Oh, Data feels sad. And then it ends. And we're done. And we're out ends. of here. And then we're done. And then Denise Crosby is no more. Yeah. That's, mm. that's it. That's all we get. That's, that's all we, we get. get. That's the entire season of Tasha Yar. And we will stop doing the podcast now. No. Yeah, we're done now. Uh, there is one more thing that we need to do before we wrap up the episode. Uh, and that is... Think about the character show that we just watched and yes. decide which character we would use as a PC or an NPC. Or I'm wondering whether we need to change it, whether it's a, the character that's most relatable as a PC or an NPC in the game. Because my pick this oh. week uh, is Tasha okay. Yar, uh, obviously, okay. being her last episode. And it felt very much like she was the super awesome optimized fighter that has been rolled up for a game which turns out to be all intrigue and philosophy and like exploration and she's like i'm not really having fun you guys um there's nothing for me to fight so in the next session just kill off my character and i'll roll up someone new yes yes that's 100 percent what it feels like and who's got this edgy backstory but it's like well we're not actually going to deal with that because we don't want rape gangs in this story yeah, this is a little bit too uncomfortable for some of our players. So we're not going to use that trauma as a backstory for our new character who will yeah. introduce maybe somewhere along the line. But, um, but yeah. So yeah, my, my pick's Tashi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good pick. Hey, of all the picks, I think I've picked her before though. So maybe I think I you have. You can pick someone Even else. though I feel like this is the Tashi episode. This though, is the Tashi. Yeah, she's only got like five minutes of screen time, <laughs> but it's her episode. It's got one little sentence with Worf at the beginning, which makes me feel like she has any vague kind of like concept of character. Like this, that's the only moment where she shines. Cause she's like, would you, she does that like cute little, like 
what you're gonna you're gonna like um, bet it, bet with me bet for me or something she's gonna bet on her he's gonna bet on her and she's, she's also like he's like absolutely yes. yeah he's like the odds are really good of course you're gonna win yeah but it's so cute because that's the thing like if okay I'm gonna rant a little bit okay. again just go, about go. like women this women is a safe place yeah I I really fucking of all the relationships in the early season like this early season I really liked I really liked Wolf and Tasha Yar's friendship. Mm. It was really cute. Like the moments we got to see, it was it made sense. It was great. They were interested in the same things. They liked the same kind of shit. Um, and they were. It was really cozy and comfortable. And I don't think I could be wrong because I, I maybe I've kind of like just washed it out in my brain. But like I don't think Wolf ever really sexualizes her. Maybe he calls her like a fine specimen of femininity at one point. Yeah. I don't know if that was Picard. That could have been Picard, which makes that even weirder. But like that's what I liked about their relationship. She wasn't really sexualized by him. He never mm. really like put her on a pedestal. They were just friends, and it was like yeah. that makes sense, and I love it, and like. It just it's disappointing that it didn't happen more often because there was so much potential there to have this really lovely like really nice know, partnership just a nice thing you know not everything yeah. has to be sexy it doesn't yeah. we don't all have to be will Riker or data trying yeah. to do explore his humanity by fucking things and like i don't know having a time it's just wolf was just like yeah you're a tough lady and i dig mm-hmm. that and let's go play i don't know hardcore shuttle cock that sounds sexual it but does. like let's go you know what i mean like let's go get our like spandex outfits on and play that you zero know, gravity rare... rugby or whatever it is <laughs> yeah or like kung fu or some shit yeah. in the in the in the um yeah anyway it, it's, it's a trope that i don't bad. see often enough and i really enjoy it which i call straight best friend and <laughs> i love it it's usually like you see, there's the gay best friend, which is always like you got the main character in the rom com, and her best friend yeah. is a gay guy. And I like the idea that the main character in the rom com is a queer woman, and her best friend is a guy who's just completely platonic and is just like, I'm going to support you in everything you do because you're my best friend. Oh. And he's straight. It's like it's not sexual. It's just like I'm just here for you. I'm going to try and set you up with this girl that you really like, and I'm just going to help you out. And that's what Worf's energy is in this. He's like, I respect yeah. you as a person. I'm going to go and play like sport with you and I'm just going to be your friend and like believe in you and everything you can do. And Yar and Troy are the, the end game. Yes. Yes. I love it. Have you heard of by wife energy? <laughs> no, no, but I'm okay. going to check that one out. It's like, it's very much like that where, where you see a guy and like they they seem super straight and super like, I don't know, vanilla and then, but something about them where you see them with their wife and the wife has like super by wife energy so it's like it kind of just makes sense i don't know yes. something about no, that, it's like a coupling it yeah. kind of just works yeah <laughs> but like i like that i like that straight straight friend energy from like straight best friend yeah straight yeah. best friend with like Tasha Yar it's and like it's Troy not Yar enough stuff there i can think of two examples where i've actually seen it and one of them is debs debs what's debs debs yeah. is a really it's a little fan servicey it's a little cheesecake it's basically secret agents um that all have to dress like catholic school girls um and it's very much the sorority life and very much the college life but one of them falls in love with a supervillain. oh okay <laughs> yeah and it's a bigger deal that she's a supervillain than that it's a she 
And ah. so that's kind of the point of it. It's like, you can't be dating a supervillain. They're evil. But the supervillain's got um, um, a straight best friend who's trying to set her up with an assassin. And it's like, it's really cute. Oh, that's adorable. It's, oh, it's really sweet. It's a, There's some problems with devs, but it's a, a really good film. And the other one's um, Chicago Fire. And unfortunately, they killed that character because bury your gaze. So uh. that's... That's my <laughs> that's my my problem with it. Oh, look, it's it's not really fair. They they killed her off because she was going to go work on another show, and that's why you should watch Lucifer instead. Um, but Nina, did you have a character that you wanted to, or did you just want to have the rant as your character this week? I look, the rant was my character. I don't think fair. I want to have another fair. character. My my character would be Troy and Tasha in a beautiful little romance, but then. Yep. The Troy and Yashi fanfic that no doubt exists I hope, uh, I hope is out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all. That's it. That's it, everyone. That's, that's all. it. That's, that's it for us for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about episode 23. We'll always have Paris. Um, so tune, <laughs> in, tune in that time. That's going to be yeah. an interesting one to, to, because Picard's French, you know, is it's clearly lived in Paris at some point. Just uh, so. We all forget. Jean-Luc. We. Jean-Luc. We, we, Jean-Luc. So subscribe to the podcast wherever podcasts are found. It really helps us get out to more listeners as well. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Five stars are always the best. Um, And you can actually leave like written reviews on on Apple Podcasts. But if you want to send us an email, the email address is dndntvpod at gmail.com where you can give us feedback. Uh, Maybe you can tell us about characters of yours that have died. Um, we, we love yeah. to hear that. That's a very sad thing for us to read about. It is very sad, but we'd love it because you know what? It's going to be better than the episode we just watched. So That's true. We would love to hear about That's true. Died, if you got eaten by a dragon. If you got sucked into a, a, a sentient ooze, then we want to hear about it. We want to hey, know. that did happen to, to another player at my table. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a gibbering yeah. mouther, but yeah, he got, he got, um, he got eaten by it. A was, that yeah awful. yeah it's like a big blob with like mouths and eyes and stuff coming off it and unfortunately my character who was his best friend at the time could not get there in time to, to oh, save him no. and just like yeah it's like my characters have really fucking tragic stories and i don't create them they're just like everyone around just me happened. dies i don't understand it is it me oh. <laughs> i love my wolfies <laughs> Even even that, that's so much better than what we just watched. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's inspiration. I love it. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you have other inspirations, uh, come over to Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's at dndntvpod. You'll get to w- see the weird splotch on um, on Tashiya's face <laughs> that killed her and maybe even the it. cool neural defibrillator. It's uh, basically I, a headband. It is. Like a, a, a sexy plastic gray headband. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's <laughs> it for us. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Nina, for coming along on this journey of, of Tasha Yar's demise. Thank you, Jeremy, for instigating this lovely journey of Tasha Yar's demise. That makes me sad, but yes, yeah. it was... Uh, yeah. Eh, oh well. But until next time, stay safe, uh, Wesley Crush It, Woo. be kind to yourselves, and may all your hits be crits.